Great power competition is back with a vengeance, and suddenly, nuclear weapons matter again. As fears grow of Russian or Chinese aggression against Western-friendly neighbors like Ukraine or Taiwan, the threat of direct military confrontation between the United States and another major nuclear power seems more thinkable today than at any time since the darkest hours of the Cold War, arguably more so. But the public has not been paying much attention to the dawn of this third nuclear age, in which a new nuclear arms race is taking on an increasingly central role in the intensifying geostrategic rivalry between the United States and China and Russia. I'm David Cooper, formerly the James V. Forrestal Professor of National Security Affairs at the U.S. Naval War College, and now a non-resident senior fellow at the Center for Strategic and Budgetary Assessments. I want to talk today about the great power nuclear competition that is gathering steam, why this should be cause for alarm, and what might be done to lessen the danger. These thoughts draw on my new book, Arms Control for the Third Nuclear Age, from Georgetown University Press. Great power nuclear rivalry is back, but so what? After three post-Cold War decades of nuclear calm, worrying about the possibility of a nuclear war seems almost old-fashioned. Don't we have more urgent worries, like climate change, or a massive cyber attack, or a new and even deadlier pandemic? Unfortunately, yes, we do. But while these and other emerging threats are all too real, we are also heading back to the future, where the ultimate threat is still the disaster of a general nuclear war that could eradicate American civilization in hours. Except this time, the United States and its allies face not one but two major nuclear rivals, who are each building up their own nuclear arsenals and increasingly making common cause against us. Also, today's nuclear technology race is unfortunately anything but old-fashioned. China and Russia are both outpacing the United States in developing new nuclear delivery systems that could conceivably destabilize the nuclear balance. Maneuverable hypersonic missiles could soon decrease warning time of an attack and render existing missile defenses all but useless. China and Russia are ahead in hypersonic missiles, and Russia, for its part, avows to use them as nuclear delivery systems. <clears throat> Russia is also developing a true doomsday weapon, the nuclear-powered and armed Poseidon Autonomous Torpedo. Dubbed by some as the Tsunami Apocalypse Torpedo, Russia plans to arm these with massive yield nuclear warheads that can create radioactive tsunamis to inundate America's coastal, industrial, and population centers. Russia is also deploying the new Satan II Intercontinental Ballistic Missile, the largest strategic missile ever, which is said to carry enough independently targeted warheads for a single missile to obliterate the entire state of Texas or country of France. These new weapons are not just terrifyingly destructive, but also threaten to disrupt stable mutual deterrence. For example, hypersonic missiles would be ideal first strike weapons. They are also likely to be used for both nuclear and conventional roles, meaning there is a threat that a conventional attack could be misperceived as a nuclear strike. Adding to these tense dynamics is the plausible concern that any perceived nuclear advantage could embolden autocratic leaders to engage in nuclear coercion. Russian President Vladimir Putin has shown a real willingness to rattle his nuclear saber in times of crisis, including those of his own making like we're seeing now for Ukraine. It is not a stretch to fear that Putin may be emboldened by Russia having pulled ahead of the United States in both the size and modernization of its nuclear arsenal, including Moscow's immense advantage in tactical nuclear weapons intended for nuclear war fighting, short of a strategic nuclear war. Meanwhile, new questions are arising about whether China, recently revealed to be mis uh, building new missile silos, is making a dash for nuclear parity with the United States. If I sound alarmist in all this, it's because I think these trends should be alarming. The nuclear shadow is regathering over 
humanity's future. This is the gravest threat to national and international security that we have faced in decades, and it urgently needs to be addressed. But how? The traditional solution from Hawks is to try to achieve a strategic edge, meaning to arms race to security. The traditional solution from Doves is to try to negotiate disarmament to drastically reduce or eliminate nuclear weapons altogether. But neither of these approaches is likely to work under present domestic or international political circumstances. Far from arms racing to strategic dominance, the United States will be hard-pressed to preserve its position as we struggle to modernize our obsolete nuclear arsenal. The Hawks are right that we need to arms race, but realistically, the best we can expect from this is to hold second place, and even that outcome is by no means assured. Meanwhile, Russia, and even more so China, show no interest in pursuing serious disarmament, and there is little reason to think that this will change anytime soon. Doves may call for disarmament, but the only disarmament on offer for now is unilateral. Is there any other alternative? In my book, I argue yes. Rather than trying to prevail in an uncontrolled arms race, or else relying on the hope against hope for global nuclear disarmament, the United States should return to its Cold War playbook of pursuing a competitive brand of arms control designed to stabilize mutual deterrence. This would entail arms racing enough to not fall behind Russia or China, particularly in terms of fielding new technologies, while at the same time pressing for arms control arrangements that stabilize a tripolar nuclear balance. In other words, we need to arms race at least enough to gain leverage for negotiating an arms control alternative. As I make clear in the book, this will be a long and difficult process with uncertain prospects. But with nuclear dangers gathering and the solutions being pushed by hawks on the right and doves on the left unlikely to work, this middle course may be the best chance to avoid a catastrophe beyond imagination. I hope you will read my book, Arms Control for the Third Nuclear Age, if you would like to learn 